Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Tim's feeling a little rough this morning. He was at the FC match last night. We weren't out too late, but a little later than usual. But it was cool to see them raise that shield afterwards. First championship for the city since the Reds in 1990. Very cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Deal with the refs later. That was, <laughs> it got, I got, I'm a chill dude when it comes to sports, and that got me fired up yesterday. Yeah, was, you were still talking about it this morning. I refs, like that. Those refs were taking a paycheck from the Red Bull New York team, I think. So what happens now? Is their season finished? They have a couple more games, and then the playoffs start. Then the playoffs start. In like three weeks. So that's when we got all fired up last year, Mm -hmm. and we were all, like, we made it almost to the finals, right? Yep. Ooh. So very They have such a long season. Let's pay attention to that for a bit. Yeah. (laughs) You don't say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's celebrate what we got. Uh, Also, Taylor and Travis. Tavis. Trailer, trailer, whatever you call them. Well, yeah. see. Trailer. I know. Uh, how long has this been going on now? A couple Two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. Long. We're heading into our third week. Yeah. <laughs> Let's. Uh, we'll do a little. Uh, we'll. We'll take America's temperature and see how America really feels. It's about our those third two week right of now. confirmation. <laughs> What's up with Joe Biden's dog? We have a development on that front, and Drew Barrymore's head writers are not happy with her, and she's eaten some serious crow this morning. <laughs> have a lot to get you caught up on. The first E-News of the day is coming up. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art begin this hour's e-news with our favorite topic yes we can't get enough of yep trailer yep is that the nickname you like the best? I hate it. You don't no. like Trailer. Which one do you like? I like Tavis better. I like kind of having her name on the front. Tavis. Yeah. I like Swelsey. I, I like think Swelsey. that's more fun. Tavis yeah. makes me think of Tarvis, which makes me think of Tumblr cups. <laughs> I think Trailer. I think Trailer Park. Oh, yeah. Immediately. <laughs> but I can't say Swelsey without saying Swelsey. Swelsey. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's more fun, I think. I know. 
All right. So what does America really think about this pair? I mean, you get a lot of people running around just so annoyed. Go away. We don't want to hear about it. Stop talking about it. Shut Nobody up. cares. Shut I'm up. glad she's with him. Actually, everybody cares. Because <laughs> every other guy she's dated, they've kept it hush-hush and secret, and they were sneaking in and out of places, and nobody knew. And now she's like, look at me. He is <laughs> taking care of mama. I'll tell you what, though. Every There have been a couple that have been like, whoo, like the Tom Hiddleston was very much out there. And it just feel like it felt like it flamed up real fast, and then it was mm-hmm. gone. You know, it's like a whoof and gone. Wasn't the Jake Gyllenhaal, wasn't she kind of out there a little bit with know, Jake Gyllenhaal? So Not ago. too much. I mean, I feel like that was one of the ones, like, it it was out there, but it wasn't as crazy as this is. No. I mean, you would see oh, them in public. Oh, none of them have been as crazy as no. this. John Mayer, was that? Oh, I think that was just, a, like, a, a month fling. That was short. <laughs> but she got a whole album out of that one, mm-hmm. didn't she, with John? At least a couple well, of Well, he's songs. got a lot of material there, Jen. He can provide a lot. Yes, he can. So... There is a new poll, and it turns out that America thinks trailer should be a thing. 22% of Taylor Swift fans think they should be together, as do 22% of professional football fans. And 29% of people who consider themselves fans of both approve of the relationship. Now, these numbers sound very minuscule. 22%, even 29% is low. But here's the thing. Every other guy they tried to match Taylor with polled under 10%. Mm. So you do the math. It's and that's double. like over more than double. <laughs> yeah. So Harry Styles is the number two choice with all three groups. And he's at under 10%. And they dated already. They yeah. tried it. And he's not hurt. I don't see the two of them doing no. anything together. He's adorable, though. I love him. Who's I was he with now? Harry Styles? He's not with anybody. I don't think so. With Olivia. Um, so I was reading this morning, though, on page six. It's a big thing because Taylor Swift um, has decided not to hang out with Travis Kelsey on his birthday, which is today. What? So a lot of people are wondering, is there already trouble? Is it over already? Is it over already? It barely began? We're also hearing that he has a previous commitment. It's called football practice. So... <laughs> oh. That could be it. But well, he that's was, right. I forgot he has a job. Yeah, he I has a previous it. commitment. It's called practice. He's got a day job. So he did a podcast with his brother, right? He does a podcast and, right, with he his does brother. A pro- yeah. But in the most recent one, he was talking about his relationship. Yeah, it started out like they were... For, for, well, first they were talking about the NFL cutting over to celebrities during the game. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, how do you feel about that? People are there to watch the game, right? Yeah. They're not there to get thrown on TV. I'll tell you what, though, because you never know. You get caught, you know, just throwing a big old cheeseburger in and you look like an yeah. idiot. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain things that you you just don't want to be on TV at all time. Yeah. That's true. Takes the attention away from you, dude. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that I think that those celebrities go there to be seen. Totally. Most of them. I mean, especially when they're at the Super Bowl or the playoff game. Like I do believe Bradley Cooper, he's a real Eagles fan. You know, the other guy you like, Paul Rudd, he's a real football fan. I'll tell you what though. I mean, I don't know if I've ever been in a box for a or in a suite for a football game, but I have for concerts. And I just don't think, I think the seats are kind of crappy. It's like you're really far away. Really high up. You're really high up. You can't really, I mean, it's nice to have your own bathroom. 
Mm-hmm. It's nice to have, you know, just a space for you and your friends to hang out. Nice spread of food. But if you really want to go and be in the game and be a yeah. part of the game, it feels very disconnected to me. Well, the disconnect comes, too, from, like, the cheering and the yelling. Like, when you're in the stands yes. and you're yelling defense, it is a different level when you're in the suite because it sounds like you're not allowed to be as loud as you should be. Right. Well, the NFL loves it. They like to cut to those celebrities who are either in the stands or in the boxes. Love it or hate it. Uh, Kelsey does think, though, they're spending a little bit too much time on their situation. Is the NFL overdoing it? What is your honest opinion on how the NFL is treating celebrities at games? I think it's fun when they show uh, who all is at the game. I think it brings a little bit more to the atmosphere. But at the same time, I think uh, they're overdoing it. They're, They're overdoing it a little bit, for sure, especially my situation. Especially your situation. Well, you're dating probably the biggest celebrity on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to talk about it. Come and on. for every one person that says they don't care, who cares? Yeah. Well, a hundred other people do, so. <laughs> the ratings care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the reality. We got to take a quick break. Coming up, uh, what's up with Joe Biden's dog and the latest going on behind the scenes at Drew Barrymore's show. The writers are pretty angry with it. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, I thought after it, it bit a Secret Service guy or security guy a couple times, I thought they had quietly removed him from the White House oh. grounds and sent him to the, his personal residence <laughs> in Delaware. The farm. He went to live nope. at the farm. Nope. So he's, he was <laughs> Just, still around. He was still around, but now he's been removed. Oh. Uh, the, the Secret Service has acknowledged 11 incidents involving what? its personnel. What? 11? But sources say Commander has bitten way more people than that, including other White House employees. Oh, my God. At least one of the victims required hospitalization. Unacceptable. What? Did this? What? Was there another dog, too, that this happened to that they already I, I sent believe to this Delaware? Is the second guess. Yeah. Bad dog. Bad dog. So, Jill, Jill Biden's rep has issued a statement saying the president and first lady care deeply about the safety of those who work at the White House and those who protect them every day. Okay, that was the end of that. It's the end of the statement. <laughs> this is actually the second major was the one. That oh, was the oh major, I forgot about Aggressively, major. yes, a major has already been sent away. I wonder if those two get along. Like, do major and the other dog get, like, can they go live I together I bet they, now? well, I don't think, yeah, I don't, uh, they probably don't ever see each other, but who knows? I guess, though, that these issues have reportedly led to a strained relationship between the Bidens and the Secret Service. Well, we don't want that. I, you know, if I were a Secret Service agent and the pet was attacking me all the time, I, I don't think I'd want to be around. No. Uh, I don't want that detail. I mean, I, you know, when you're the president, K, 
can't you call the dog whisperer direct? Yeah, Caesar. And say, you know, <laughs> could you, we'll, we'll fly you up, we'll come, we'll pick you up, and yep. we'll bring you here. Could you work with our dog for a bit? Ever ridden an Air Force One before? <laughs> yeah, that's what I don't get, unless our, they've already done that. But I would think that if they'd done that. Yeah, you figure they've made you attempts would hope with that behavioral they would, experts. Would try to do something. And they Are there dogs failed. that just can't be trained? Yes. Though? yes. Like, is this just maybe that kind of situation? Oh, yep. you know, but, you know, in the dog's defense, it's a strained environment living in the White House. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, there are different people coming and going at all times. The people that are there are rather intense. The Secret Service guys aren't exactly, oh, come here, baby, let's play, and let's play fetch, bring me mm-hmm. your ball. I mean, that dog is picking up on all kinds of different energy in that environment, and I'm sure. But U.S. That, presidents have had uh, pets, including dogs, in the White House for Decades, and uh, this is the first time I've ever heard it being a real issue. Well, if you get just the right mix, the right personality and the right environment. Well, I guess they're having an official first dog removal ceremony at the White House today. That was a mistake. I mean, I feel bad for the dog. I mean, he obviously is very stressed out. And yeah. having issues needs to needs to go live in a happier, different place. I wonder if they'll get a new White House pet though instead, like I, maybe I a think, hamster. I think there might be a couple of other things they Ferrets. need to worry about Goldfish. a little bit more. Goldfish <laughs> lives in a bowl. Or a cat? Why can't they just get a cat? <laughs> All right, the Drew Barrymore show is set to return October sixteenth, but its three head writers won't. Uh, According to sources, Drew Barrymore's head writers have declined an offer to come back to work. So the production team is currently looking to hire new writers. That doesn't come as too big of a surprise considering how Drew handled this whole writer's strike thing. Last month, you may recall, she announced she would resume her show without her striking writers Uh, And then after receiving a whole lot of backlash, she, of course, backtracked and decided to wait until the strike ended. I don't think she was the only one. Weren't there others who were planning on coming back as well? Bill Maher was one. Right. I feel like Jennifer Hudson was another. Jennifer Hudson was another one. And, and, you know, their argument was, while we stand with the writers, you know, we got got 200 other people on staff here that that need work, you know, that have families to feed. What is being written for Drew Barrymore. I have the foggiest Definitely. idea. Isn't that just a, she doesn't, does she do a monologue? Yes, that's what I was going to say. Definitely her monologue. And then I think probably maybe some of her bits, like she does, you know, Ellen does she do style bits? bits sometimes. All I've seen is interviews. Uh, a news, little news blurby too, yeah. where her and that uh, co-host guy, what's his name? Or is it Ross? Ross. The yeah. two of them sit there and kind of go back Dancer-y. and forth on stories. Mm, okay. Almost like hot topics on The View. Yes. Gotcha. So maybe that's what they're writing. Yeah. I mean, that sucks for her because she strikes me as one of those people who just hates having people who don't like her. You know? She desperately desperately needs to be liked. Wants to be liked. Yeah. Because she was so apologetic, if you recall in that video. Oh, yeah. She She was like throwing herself on the sword, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And she's done that with guests before, too. You know, just being very... I don't know what the word is. Deep feeling woman. Very, very much so.
very sensitive. Very. So you know this really bothers her. Oh, but, yeah. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure she's placed personal phone calls. No doubt. Yeah. Learn from it. Move on. Yep. Hire Next. a new team. There you go. Saturday Night Live is returning. Thanks to the writers being back. October 14th will be their first show of their 49th season. Pete Davidson will make his hosting debut. Yay, because he was supposed to do it, right? And then that's when they all went on strike. Musical guest, Ice Spice. He was supposed to host in May. Hmm. Right before the writer's strike happened. And then on October 21st, Bad Bunny's going to be doing double duty, host and musical guest. <gasps> really? Yes, Ooh, really. That'll be fun to watch. It'll be something, won't it? I love Bad Bunny. I do think he's sexy. Yeah. I can see what Kylie Jenner sees in him. Yeah. Did you hear the story, the SNL story of Chris Farley? Mm-mm. There are a Once, lot of Chris Farley. Well, this <laughs> was this involved him trying to poop out a window at no. Thirty Rockefeller Center for a hundred bucks. Haven't heard this one. Uh, okay, how did I miss this? <laughs> All right, the late great Chris Farley, and, and we're going back into the early nineties, early to mid nineties here. Yeah. Uh, he was a regular player on SNL. Hilarious, fat guy in a little coat. Yeah, short life. Lived it to the fullest. Anyway, Jay Moore was a cast member on SNL from 1993 to 1995. I love Jay Moore. We had him in studio one time. Yeah, he's very funny. He's good looking, too. And Dave Attell wrote for the show briefly during that time. So anyway, this one day, the two of them, Jay Moore and Dave Attell, dared Chris Farley to stick his backside out a window <laughs> in Dave's office and drop one. And they offered him a hundred bucks to do it, and he went for it. Uh, and they ended up having to fill out a police report because the cops thought he was a jumper and it caused a whole thing. It's amazing that you can get a window open far enough to get a butt out that high up because don't they usually? I mean, they do in hotels. You can't open the windows. That's true. And I don't know, maybe because it's such an old building. For, maybe in the 90s. You probably can't now. Yeah, that's <laughs> after that say. incident. After something like that. But here's the crazy thing. It was all for naught because Chris Farley didn't even have to go. And he turned purple trying to, like, trying to make it happen. And Jay says that all that came out was a little milk dud, which fell back into the window. Ew, that's so gross. So. That's just, though. God. Yeah. It reminds me. Ugh. Bubba the Love Sponge. Yeah. Do you remember people used to pay him money to eat his own boogers? Ew. What? No, I, don't, I don't remember that. Oh, God. I can remember riding in the backseat of the car, and he's up front, and somebody's like dared him. Oh, and he dug around that. up there and showed everybody, and then it, it was just stuff. Oh, my gosh. I'm throwing And up. I'm not even sure they t- they gave him money. I think they just told him to do it. Oh, this is Ugh. like jackass, like real it life is. jackass. It was like when you're running around, because Chris Farley oh. was probably, they, they were probably in their 20s at the time. Yeah. And you hang out with a bunch of 20-year-old, a group of 20-year-old men. Oh, yeah. Stuff like this. Happens frequently. Yeah, that story came from the Fly on the Wall (laughs) podcast. Dana Carvey and David Spade just told that story. So gross. Anyway. It's funny. I mean, just pooping. We've had that discussion before, but pooping on demand is just a whole different (laughs) level of person that I don't need to be familiar with. My favorite. (laughs) I don't know. My favorite public 
pooping story was that woman that was checking out at a at a restaurant it was and got mad wasn't at it? something oh. and dropped some right that just just dropped right there in front of the register and picked it up and started throwing it. Unacceptable. At oh that is the most insane video I have ever seen because there was even video of yeah. it. That was the most insane thing I have ever seen. Jeff has audio somewhere of it. It, it just blows yeah. my mind. Do I really? Like, yeah. Where do you come up with that idea? Like, in the moment, you are mad. And it's yes. like, you know, I can see throwing something or stomping your feet or yelling and waving your arms. But to have the thought to do that, <laughs> just the, cre- the creative mind of this woman. Yeah. Boy, there is a lot of feces in here. Well. Gross. I'll see if I can find the audio. There is to be no more throwing of feces, understood? Yes. <laughs> We, we are clear. Do. I'll send you the link. All right. God. Anything else on the e-news front? Nope, that's it. We'll leave it there for now. More for it coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets to Lego Brictionary at the Cincinnati Museum. Center. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Okay. All right, so here we go. Which one is it? Is it A? A guy pulls a gun on a stranger for refusing to buy him a Happy Meal. Is it B? A 77-year-old man was arrested for trafficking Viagra. C? An 82-year-old woman pulled a gun on her boyfriend when he refused to take Cialis. D? All of the above. E? None of the above. Or F? Both A and B? I'm going to go with D. With C? No, she said D, I thought. Did you say D? I did say D as in dog. Okay, D as in all of the above? Yeah. No, it is not all of the above. Is it Uh, A and B? It is A and B. Uh, Which would have been F. Right. Got it. (laughs) Not A and B, it's F. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So we'll start with A then, if that's the direction we're headed. A 43-year-old guy named Trent Guthmiller was walking into a McDonald's in Bismarck, North Dakota on his lunch break Saturday, and a random guy outside asked if he'd buy him a Big Mac and a Happy Meal. Yeah, I want a Big Mac and a Happy Meal. Yeah, please. Guy's name is George Demarius. He's 33 years old. He had his one-year-old daughter with him in a stroller, Mm. and he was also there with a 27-year-old woman. Now, you know, people might have said yes to the request, mainly because of the kid. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. But Trent said no and told George that maybe he should go get a job, in quotes. Mm -hmm. Uh, George did not take kindly to that. So he followed him into the restaurant and pulled a gun. He called Trent a disrespectful SOB and told him to F off. Wow. All that in front of the kid. That's just not necessary. And then he put the handgun away and left. So thankfully no one was hurt, but police did catch up with him and found the gun hidden in his daughter's stroller. Oh, jeez. There you go. So he's facing a felony charge for terrorizing with a dangerous weapon. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad he's in trouble. The woman with him also ended up in jail after giving cops a fake name. 
Poor kid. So she pleaded guilty and got totally. 10 days. He's probably facing a much stiffer sentence than that because, you know, if the gun wasn't his, if it wasn't legal or if it was stolen, that would mm-hmm. create other problems for him, I would imagine. Uh, meanwhile, if you're a 77-year-old drug dealer, it makes sense to stick to what you know best. A 77-year-old man from Florida, his name is Reginald Kinzer. He's been arrested for trafficking erectile dysfunction drugs. He somehow received more than $1,800 worth of ED drugs without a prescription from a licensed doctor. So prosecutors say he planned to deal with he planned to deal them to others locally. Uh, he doesn't just deal in bedroom pills. He was also arrested back in 2020 for possession of several drugs, including marijuana, MDMA, and psilocybin. Is that how you pronounce it? Psilocybin, yeah. Psilocybin. 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 That's like that hallucinogenic, right? Yeah, it's the good stuff. Well, a trial is set for next month, and if he's convicted, he faces up to one year in federal prison and a fine of up to 10000 This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Sierra is looking for a second date update this morning. She went on a date with uh, some dude named Patrick, and we're going to try to help her out. Hi, Sierra. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. I love the enthusiasm. Here she comes. I don't know why that came out country. I'm just, like, really excited to talk to you. (laughs) Well, we're excited to talk to you. I feel like I've listened to you my whole life, so um, I just... I want to make sure this goes well because my mom is listening and oh she'll be like mm. mortified if something really embarrassing happens. Mm. All right. Well, why don't you start from the beginning? Tell us how you met Patrick and how that first date went. We'll go from there. Okay. So <laughs> I met him online like we do. And we went to a happy hour, which turned to dinner and then back to his place. And I didn't. I didn't sleep with him, but we did hang out there for, like, a couple hours and, you know, like, watched TV, played video games, and I really liked him, and I for sure thought we clicked. Like, we were finishing each other's sentences. Like, isn't that, that's a good sign, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, I've had friends from the opposite sex who I've sort of had that with, but to me, they were friends. You know, like, oh, this is a great friend. I could hang yeah. out with her forever. Jen Jordan. <laughs> I hear that. I want to just say that we we kiss. Do you kiss your friends? Of course. No. All the time. <laughs> right on the lips. Every morning when we start the show. Yeah, right before the mics go on, it's all la, 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 la. <laughs> I figured. Purely platonic. (laughs) (laughs) So he told me a couple times that he was having a good time. And it's like, why would he say that if he wasn't? And when I was leaving, we did kiss. That was like the one intimate thing that we did. Um, But he fully participated. Like I, I initiated the kiss, but he was all in on it. He was on board. Yes. Yes. 100% on board. 
And I was, you know, I said that I wanted to see him again. And he was like, yeah, for sure. So that all tells me that we were going to see each other again. But I've texted a few times and he hasn't gotten back to me. So I'm hoping you can get him to answer so we can get this figured out. Yeah. Hmm. Aside from the kiss and the finishing each other's sentences and all the good stuff, can you remember at any point during your evening with him where you might have been like, ooh, that was awkward? No. Like, it was one of the smoothest first dates I've ever been on. It was so weird because it felt like we've known each other forever. And I don't know. It just it felt so so good to me and that's why i'm so confused now yeah all right i don't have any follow-up questions then mm-hmm. like nope. covered it all yep. you guys want to kiss again before we yeah, go to break we're gonna, we're gonna go make out yeah. during the break <laughs> <laughs> when we come back can I, t- face. can I have a towel <laughs> i think i got wet <laughs> if that's how you kiss sister <laughs> we got a lot going on <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're calling Patrick next. The second date update continues here at Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Sierra met Patrick online, met up for happy hour, ended up back at his place, and they just kind of hung out for a couple hours, played some video games, watched some TV, I guess. Didn't hook up, though. Although they probably could have because there seemed to be some real romantic chemistry there. They did kiss, and she felt like between that and them finishing each other's sentences, could be something smoking beneath the surface. Potential. For sure, right? For sure. So unless there's anything else that you think is pertinent or important that we need to know before we call them, now's the time. Like, you're not married or anything, right? No. I guess I, like, wasn't great when we were playing video games. Like, (laughs) you know, I died a few times. Maybe he, like, needs somebody who's really good at video games. A little more competitive. We were playing original Nintendo. Oh, original Nintendo? Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's just up, down, left, right, A, and B. There's nothing complex Keeping it to simple. it. Yes. Oh, yeah, I Retro. love that. I don't know if it was like he expected me to be better since I was so jazzed about it. I don't know. Well, that Were would you- be silly, but it wouldn't be the first silly thing we've had on second day. So true. That's and did you take true. it seriously? Were you genuinely trying or were you just, you know... Being kind of flippant about it. Oh my god, I'm so bad. I know. Look at me, I suck. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was trying very hard. Okay, Maybe good. Too hard. Good. I don't know. What... Yeah, so you weren't letting him win. Certainly not. Certainly not. Okay. okay. Good. All right, let's call Patrick and see what's up. Hello, can we speak to Patrick, please? Uh, Yeah, this is Patrick. Who is this? Patrick, it's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim from the Nintendo Gaming Company. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. It says Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, and Toad. (laughs) (laughs) One up. Wait a minute. The radio people? Yes, sir. Yep. How you doing? No, this is usually about something, right? You guys only call when there's it's not something bad. going on. What is it? What, what, what is this about? We call with we bring good tidings and great joy. Wrong season, Jeff. Oh. Sierra called us. No way. Seriously? Yep. She's nice. No? Okay. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, she's very nice. She's super nice, super chill. She's awesome human being. Cool. So what did you think of that kiss? It was really nice. I, I can't complain. Would you consider going out with Sierra again? Uh, well, I mean, it was kind of weird. I don't know if I would. Okay, like what was weird? Well... We went out. Everything was fine. It was a really nice, okay time. It, it just kind of got a little bit weird. Um, she kept taking all these, like, random pictures, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. I thought it was kind of endearing at first, but it, it was my hat to start, and then it was my shoes, and then she took a picture of my car, and then a picture of my house, and the, just, like, all this random stuff. So not selfies or pictures of your of, of her drink or her food or whatnot. It started out as selfies of her and stuff, and then it just turned into just the stuff, you know? Mm. Like taking pictures like someone does for their insurance company when they're making a claim? Like, <laughs> that's what I kind of started thinking was going on. She got a picture of my license plate and my mailbox. Oh, boy. You know, uh, uh, it was her in front of the, the bar that we were at, then my PlayStation, my couch. I, like, probably about maybe 20 pictures she took. Like, what what was that all about? She's what was she out. doing? Was she, like, sending them to friends to be like, oh, yeah. in case something happens, this is what his couch looks like, or this is what his car license plate is? Sending them to her P.I. Yeah. I have no idea what is that even about. Did you ask her about it? Well, I guess I gave her a couple of looks. She didn't really pick up on it, but I didn't want to be rude. Were you that bothered by it then? Yeah, were you bothered by it in the moment or did that come later when you kind of thought about it? When it first started, not much of a problem, but the more it kept going on all night, all night, man, it kind of got to me. All right, well, let's ask her. Yeah, let's ask her about it. We got her on the line. Sierra, what was up with all those photos? So <laughs> most of the women listening will know what that was about. Like, you immediately knew if something happens. Right. So I was sending all of those photos to a friend because if I go missing or something, it's a history of where I've been and who possibly took me. Not that I think you would. But that's all it was. It's just a safety oh, thing. Oh, that's super dark. So you thought that I was going to, like, kidnap you and drag you off into the woods or something? That's super messed no. up. No! <laughs> you never know. And in this day and age, I feel like Amen. an old person when I say that. But in this day and age, it's dangerous out there. And I'm young and dating. And it's never the one that you think it's going to be. 
So that made me even take more photos when things were going well. Yeah, because I mean, I'm sure all of the women that all the women that did get drug into the woods never thought that the date was going to end that way. Yeah. So, like, when you sent the picture of my Nintendo over to your friend, was she like, or were they like, I knew it, aha, you're going to get drug into the woods. Okay. That is a weird thing to take a photo of. I could see like All maybe. Right. Well, maybe license. that was that that one was just for fun because I was so excited. Okay. <laughs> this is what we're doing right because now. Because I haven't <laughs> played that in so long. Okay. Yeah, but she's not wrong. I mean, I used to do this, the, especially the license plate in the car. If someone yes. was going to pick me up. And I would send it to my friend Holly down the hall. And I would be like, you know, Red Ford Civic. HGB 2754 or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And I would mm-hmm. send her, or I would either note the plate or I would send her the plate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always told her I would take a picture before I left the house so she would know what I was wearing. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> like, I watch a lot of Dateline, and I'm not saying that this world is without or I with know. all the craziness. I'm just saying as someone that was single and dating and you don't know always what's really going to happen to you. And I would add and to can this. Can I just say? Go ahead. It's not like I thought, I just, I don't want you to feel bad about this. It's like, Patrick, I I didn't think that you were going to do something to me. It's about being proactive. It's like part of the routine that you do, whether you feel weird about it or not. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's more of a proactive thing, just in case. Yeah, the other thing I was going to add to it is if you try to take a selfie with a guy and he refuses to let his face be seen in any of the photos, mm-hmm. I almost think that's a sign. Like, Red there's flag. shy and then there's avoiding something. Yeah. yeah. Two different things. Yeah. Agreed. So if you went on another date, would you still be sending pics out or would you... You feel like at- you're in the safe zone now. I, I feel like it's... I I just do it on the first date. So, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't put that out there. Now, maybe all the all the criminals are coming out of the woodwork going to wait for that second date. I don't oh, know. Boy. <laughs> but no, no, I don't. I I would not be doing that on a second date. And after this conversation, we're, we're in the clear, Patrick. Yeah. What do you think, Patrick? You down for another date? Want to give it a shot? Or are you so well, weirded I mean, out that... Sierra, I mean, you're really super cool. Uh, if we go on a second date, maybe, you know, we don't do the photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No photo shoot, but there might be one because now it's like, why is he requesting no photos? Uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of, I'm yeah. mostly kidding. We need a um, little bit yeah, of documentation. No, no photo shoot. No photo shoot. I know where I'm going, and we're <laughs> we're good. Everybody's we're good. good. I I would like to get to know you better. Nice. We'll do it. We got a deal. Yeah. So we're gonna we're set right. it up with Sierra. So you'll be hearing from her soon. But Patrick, thank you for taking the call. We appreciate it. Glad you did. Hey, I'm glad too. And Sierra, hang on. We're gonna we're gonna set some details up. But thank you for putting yourself out there and coming on Second Date Update. Oh, thanks so much for having me. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
before we get to those stories, let's talk about couples who meet on dating apps. Are they more or less happy in their marriage? I, I will. I would guess it's about the same. Is there a real big difference between those that meet online and meet elsewhere? Well, here's what I can tell you. At least one out of five new marriages today can be traced back to a dating app. We just spoke to someone yesterday who met their husband, who they're very happily married to on a dating app. But researchers from Arizona State University say that a new study shows that online daters are less happy in their marriages. There were almost 1,000 married couples in the study, about half who met online and half were introduced offline. They asked them questions to get a score for their marriage satisfaction and stability. They didn't release any specific numbers, but they did offer a few possible explanations for why this could be the case. Couples who met online are more likely in same-sex or interracial relationships, which means that they tend to face more pressures from societal marginalization and are often less embraced by those around them. Okay. So that's one factor. That's why. That's a bigger wow. that's a bigger part of it. So I don't know if that's really a fair statement to say. Well, there's there are others. There are okay. four there are three other factors okay. that play into this. Couples who met online are more likely to have to overcome lingering stigmas from family and friends about online dating and apps. You think there's still that much stigma out there or is it not from us? I I mean, mean, we hear it every day on second date updates. So maybe we're just exposed to it more. And so, right. I feel like it's getting less stigma though, to your way less than it. I mean, when previously any kind of matchmaking who are dating, I don't think there's the stigma of using it. I think there's a stigma of it's a little more, uh, work like you got to swipe it's a numbers game it's like sales right you make 10 cold calls you get one meeting yeah mm-hmm. but it's like a similar thing like i swiped 100 guys i'm gonna hear back from 10 and i'm going to get a coffee date from one yeah that gotcha. makes sense i also think too with some of my like some of the older people i know i think they look at online or meeting like on apps or whatever as a way to just hook up. Like, aren't you just on there for sex? You know, that kind of thing. And yeah. I'm like, no, people are really meeting people. Right. Yeah. But that goes to the whole, yeah. a lot of people misunderstand, mm-hmm. right? You know, what people are actually doing or get out of these online dating apps. Yeah. Uh, there's also this issue couples who meet online are more likely to have to deal with being more remote, at least initially, mm-hmm. than couples who met in person. Yeah. And then there's also the nature of online dating, which comes with a lot more options, which can lead to people becoming overwhelmed or just getting lost in messaging and stats and not focusing on chemistry together. Sure. Despite all this, the researchers say online dating is not bad at all. And those relationships are not doomed by a long shot. Hmm. They say levels of satisfaction, stability they saw were actually quite high regardless of how couples met and that couples who met through an app can absolutely improve their success rate just by being more aware of the challenges I just listed Hmm. and the unique challenges that online couples might face going into the future. I mean, how many couples do you know that are married or in a committed relationship? 
met online personally? Do you I know, know many. I know two. That, Hard for me to say. Two that met online that are still together that have kids and are like into, and, and into you're the good future. With it. Yeah, and I, you think it's a good relationship. Oh, they yeah. seem very happy. I don't really feel like. I mean, uh, you know, you never know what's going on behind closed doors, True. but collectively, I'm like, wow, good for yeah. you guys. Yep. This is great. All right, let's switch gears here and talk about how lazy society has gotten. (laughs) How much time do we have for this? (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. Here's the latest. Amazon already delivers anything you want to your front door. And if you need to return it, you just drop it off at a Whole Foods or a UPS store and boom, you're done. But now you don't even have to do that last part because... For five bucks, Uber will do it for you. I love this. I I I could see me um doing this. Jen just yeah. found a new service. She's I gonna did. spend five dollars. I on did. It. Here we go. Five bucks. Only problem it. is the Uber guy's not gonna be able to find her house. Uh, they're getting way better. They're getting better. They're at getting it? way better. Are you starting to show up on maps? Now I am. GPS I'm starting to show up. They, they're finding it's it's a rare occasion. <laughs> you need to just have them That's come good. pick it up here. It's those glow always... sticks I gave you. For <laughs> <the first. laughs> I'll tell you what. Though, it was touch and go the other morning. You know, I've been introducing new foods to Jacob, and I've got him on these acai bowls for mm-hmm. breakfast. Yeah, like he's eating those instead of his oatmeal and he's still a little he was a little resistant on Saturday all about it on Sunday he requested it on Sunday but I thought it would be extra fun for him because he loves maps so much to watch the the Uber drive or the DoorDash driver coming to the house to watch the little car on the map oh yeah on the thing house, on your phone right? yeah exactly and I thought that would be fun well guess what they took a wrong turn. Oh, oh yeah. No. Why is it going that way? They do it all the time. Yes. And he's like yelling, oh, you know. So now Jacob's all worked up because <laughs> right. his oatmeal is going the wrong direction. And Jen's like, welcome <laughs> to my world, of Jacob. Course. Yes. Now you get it. <laughs> now you understand why mom walks around. I don't around understand. <laughs> I, do, I don't understand. I mean, I'm not super navigational, but you, I have been to your house and it worked fine with ways. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's not that hard. Yeah, we so got weak. we got a doctor's office a block away from our house. Mm-hmm. Um, it's literally just down the hill, and it's very easy for people to miss the turn yeah. to get to our place. Yeah. And so I can't tell you how many times I'll be watching the DoorDash app where the little car is coming closer and closer to uh, the house. Huh? But right when it's time to turn on to the street that enters our neighborhood, they miss it. And they end up driving through the parking lot of oh. the doctor's office to turn around when once they figure out where they're supposed right. to go. Yeah. It is entertaining. But for $5, <laughs> Uber will return your Amazon packages for you. They have added a new feature that lets you book a driver to come pick up any package you need to return, not just Amazon. They'll drop them off at FedEx, UPS, or your local post office for a flat fee. That's awesome. Of five bucks. Five bucks is it. Now, they just won't pick up anything that costs more than $100. If it's more than $100, you're on your own. And if if it weighs 30 pounds or more, you're on your own. But as long as it's under $100 and weighs 30 pounds or less... They'll yeah. pick it up and do it for you. Recent poll found 79% of people under the age of 30 find mail returns somewhat or very annoying. So that's kind of their target market mm-hmm. is people under 30. 
I like this too because I think it's, it's great. It's become a bit more challenging to do the returns. Like you, now they want you to like scan it and bag it yourself and yep. put the sticker on and all mm-hmm. this stuff. You got to like, give a reason and the I'm whole doing. thing. Yeah. And, and don't think for a second they don't like keep track of how many returns you make because oh, then yeah. they start penalizing some. Right. Some retailers start penalizing people. Or refusing the returns. According to the National Retail Federation, 16.5% of retail sales end up being returned, which is actually low. I thought it would be high. Really? I thought it would be higher. Mm. 16.5%. Do you I guess return things? Uh, yeah, occasionally. Uh, you know, that I ordered something online and it looked really good. And then I realized, that, you know, the length isn't quite right. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't fit right. Or yeah. I got a T-shirt that was weird. It was like one side of it, the shoulder felt like it was the right size, and the other felt like it was made for a size smaller. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. weird. Yeah, and it's annoying. And I know sometimes they try to make it easy by just letting you print the shipping label, but now i got to find something to ship it in, and do I still have <laughs> packing tape, and now i got to drive it down there. And yep. Yep. Uh, it's like I used to just be able to run into the store and just try it on and yeah, be done. Yeah. I'm sorry, but we don't have that here. You have to go online. We don't have that style. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hey, Gabrielle, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you all doing? Pretty good. Just fantastic. Excited about another day on the job, you know? We're just yeah. sitting around here having fun, getting to talk to lovely people like you. What more could you ask for in life, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, what's on the schedule today? What do you got going on? Headed to work. Heading into work. And then uh, what yeah. are you doing after work? Going out uh, drinking? Meeting <laughs> no. up with friends? <laughs> No, I'm a homebody, so I'm just going to go home and hang out with the family. Uh, I like like home, too. What are we having for dinner tonight? And will we be eating in front of the television? Mm, Good question. Uh, I am in front of a TV eater, yeah, and I have no idea. I hate picking what's for dinner. No idea. That's a big decision. Will you go to the store and get something, or chances are do you have something in the house? You'll just figure it out. I'll just figure it out, yeah. 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 Yeah, we're one of those people who... We just, we never, it's one of those, kind of like you, Gabrielle, sort of in the moment. Mm -hmm. So, like, on the way home from work, I'll text Chris and I'll be like, do you have any idea what you want for dinner tonight, or do you want me to just randomly pick up something? Mm -hmm. Just, you know, whatever's fresh. Yeah. So I'll go to Kroger and see what's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. I mean... If I actually cooked, I don't know. I don't think I would get anything else done because I'd be spending yeah. all day trying to figure out what I'm going to have, what I'm going to have to go eat? buy it. Then I'm going to have to figure out how the hell to cook it. And then I'm going to make a disaster out of the kitchen. And then I'm going to be cleaning up everything. See, <laughs> I get just totally overwhelmed. You even would thinking have about it. So more often than not, if you don't Hard. cook, then do you do you door dash more often than not? Or do you just have something in the house that you heat? And Both. Eat? Both. She's always got food readily available to her. I've always got a smoothie (laughs) close by with some great protein powder. I kind of like planning what we're going to eat. Like we're having, you've got three options. You could have tacos, tortellini, or, you know, grilled cheese and tomato soup. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, let's try to win you a thousand dollars. You can spend it on all whatever takeout food you want, Gabrielle. How about that? Okay. All right. Whew. I'm so excited. Yeah. No, this is gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Let's give her a good letter, Chef. Let's make it happen. Opening right up there. the envelope. Making it happen. Let's see. You're gonna have thirty seconds to answer questions that begin with a letter L. L. As in Lexus. Lexus. Yep. So you will have 30 seconds to answer questions that begin with the letter L. If you do so successfully, you'll win $1,000. Okay. All right. Are you ready for that? I think so. I think so, too. All right. 30 seconds on the clock. All right. 30 seconds with the letter L. Name something you do in Vegas. Lay down. Something white. Lexus. Something hot. Uh, lima beans. A condiment. Lime juice. A pizza topping. Uh, lime, I don't know. A drink. Uh, lime juice. Something you play. Leg ball. Something you squeeze. (laughs) Something you squeeze. Uh, Lemonade. You could have said lemonade for a drink. Yeah. Something you squeeze. Heck something you squeeze. Lemon. Lemons. You want to yeah. go outside and play some leg ball? Leg yeah, ball. Leg I ball. Yeah. And a pizza topping. I'm like, leperoni. And I leperoni. was thinking uh, Limburger um, cheese. It's awesome. I mean, you could put it on a pizza. It smells awful, but oh, you could. Funny. Something you do in Vegas. Lose money. Lose money. Yeah. <laughs> lose money. Yeah. Play lucky sevens. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. You did pretty good, though. Got to pass quicker. Okay. Got to pass quicker. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. Next time. Next time. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, it was yeah. good talking to you. Good luck have with a good dinner. One. Enjoy. Thank let you. It, let, us, let us know what you have. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> <Send a pick. laughs> See you, I know. I, I could hear her. She was obviously driving because I could hear the, the blinker. And oh, yeah. uh, it reminded me that uh, today's the day they can officially start pulling you over for uh, in the state of Ohio for... What is the fine for that? 150 bucks and two points on your driver's license for your first offense. First offense. If you're you're caught manipulating your phone in any way. What if you're sitting in a stoplight? Yep. Same. over. Can't do it. They also said you can't have it like on your lap or, you know, any of that stuff. Like, you know, you got to be off of it. If they're really going to pay attention to this, there's going to be a lot of people in a whole lot of trouble. It's going to bring in a lot of revenue. The state is going to make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. A lot of money. I was talking about it yesterday on the pot. um, Bluetooth. on the hot list a little bit because I listened to a podcast on my way into work in the morning because, you know, Mm -hmm. it's the middle of the night, but I don't have the Bluetooth connected to my car because I don't like that. Mm -hmm. So I always have the phone kind of up to my ear because I'm half deaf and I'm like, now I can get pulled over for just listening, listening, which I don't want to do. How are we supposed to be on Zoom calls in In the the car? (laughs) 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 I mean, you probably, I'm trying to think, you know, they still have the stands, don't they, that you attach to your, Mm -hmm. and that you can put your phone up, like, to use your GPS. Well, the Uber drivers have them. Right. So you should be able to do that and get on Zoom. How how does that work? What if it's on a stand and you're driving and you have to hit a button on your phone? Can you get in trouble for that? Yes. If they see you hitting your button? You're not supposed to be doing anything with your phone. Unless you got one of those fancy high-tech cars where it's voice activated, you could say, call Jen. Yeah. 
Calling Jen. Yeah. Home or sell? Yeah. That Instagram uh, notification message will be there when you arrive in the Kroger Wherever parking lot. You're going. You don't have to look at it at that moment. I'll tell you what, though. There are some cars where just their radio settings and is more distracting. Like oh, the my dad's truck that I drive, just turning the volume up and down because there are no knobs right. is more distracting to me than doing anything on my phone. Yeah, the touchscreens so look cool, but uh, they're... I don't think they're safe. I don't either. I think they're awful. They've found more research uh, that shows basically people want the knobs, so you'll see cars starting to have the screen, and the knobs are back. Good. Right. Yeah, they 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 pretty much said that about radio, like the way radio works, that you don't actually need, like, if you watch our Facebook Live videos every morning and we have the console with all the buttons and stuff, they said, you know, technically you could do it all on a computer with a mouse. You don't need these buttons. Yep, I worked at a you station where <laughs> Jeff. I worked at a station where there was no board. There were oh, that I believe would be it. So there were weird. four buttons on the screen that turned the mics on. I just looked at the engineer and said, "Do we not have enough dead air on this radio?" <laughs> you probably want me to have a button. Uh huh. Hey, it's our best friends club, and we're really excited about it because we're entering our what is this? The second week that we've been in. Inducing, inducting, inducing. inducing. <laughs> it's a little bit different. It's a form of inducing labor. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Today, our latest member is on line one or two. She's on two. one. She's Denise. On one. Uh, say hi to Denise Stacy, everybody. What's up, Denise? Hello. 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 Hi yeah. there. Welcome to the club. Uh, Denise lives in Mount Healthy. She is a buyer for Kroger, and we love Kroger. And uh, you so, want to when you, I want to know that when you buy for Kroger, what is that? What is what do you do to like all day? You are you ordering, you know, stuff for the cereal aisle? Are you in charge of knowing how much of things to order, and then you place the order from the manufacturers? Is that what you do? That, that's. Yep, that's what I do. We have a we have a bunch of buyers, and we're all responsible for our own group of vendors and our own group of products. And um, we've got I buy into our regional DCs, but we've got some buyers that buy into local DCs too. The regional DCs service. Um, and what are you in charge of buying? Divisions. Um, right now I'm buying, um, grocery products. I buy, um, from Keebler and Kellogg and, oh, she's a serial um, mm. SC Johnson. Luck- I, I've got a, uh, yeah, I do spices. And, Lucky Charms? <laughs> How are they um, selling these days? <laughs> General, that's General Mills, I think. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's cool. I, I'm responsible for keeping our warehouse, my warehouse is stocked so that the stores can pull the product to put it on the shelf. All yeah. Right. And cool. the warehouse, I think I feel like I drove by it. Is that the big thing in Blue Ash in that industrial park or was that something else? There is. Yes, there is one. There is a warehouse over there. Yep. The big one in Monroe, yeah. too, isn't there? Uh, the Yeah. The one in Monroe services our delivery truck. Oh, got it. Gotcha. So, like, when I do Kroger Boost, is that coming from the store closest to me, or am I getting it from, like, a delivery distribution center? If, you're, if you select that it's delivered by the little Kroger truck, it's coming from Monroe. Got it. But if you do the... Um, Instacart? Uh, 
Yeah, the Instacart, then that would come from your local store. Oh, from the actual store, mm-hmm. yeah. But I save money yep. doing the boost, though, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you're a member, buddy. Right. That's what we do. We get it delivered. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mine's uh, coming today between 3 and 4. <laughs> all right. Well, this is good. Learn something new every day. Cool. Uh, it says here, you grew up in Okeana. Went to Ross High School. Hey. Oh, yay. So hearing Fritz, hearing Fritz share things about Ross really hits home for me. <gasps> hey, it's homecoming. This It's homecoming tomorrow, guys. Go Rams. This is so exciting wow. because it's the first time my kid will ever get to participate in a parade. And she is over the moon about it. That's so exciting. Yeah. Kicks off at 5 o'clock. Uh, she went on to write, when I was in high school, we found out that our water was contaminated due to the uranium processing plant. Oh, so I joke with people that I glow in the dark. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you do have a lot of interesting things to happen to uh-huh. you. Uh, my husband and I were married on the beach in Maui. Oh, romantic. And, oh, what what beach was it? How do you pronounce this? Makina uh, or Makina? It's. Um, Hawaiian, they pronounce it Makina. Makina Beach in Maui, and you named your daughter Makina. I love that. Is that who's in this photo you sent? Is that your daughter with you? Yes. Yes. And we, we, even though Hawaiian pronunciation is Makina, we do, we pronounce her name Makina because we didn't think anybody here would ever call her Makina. Which screw it up. And and you run into a similar name problem. Your name is, your first name is Denise, your last name is Stacy. Yet fifty percent of the time, people call you Stacy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Funny. It happens so often now that I don't even I don't even like acknowledge it. Right. I get emails all day long. You just answer to both. Stacey. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Your son's <laughs> middle name is Hendrix after Jimi Hendrix. Nice. Which is kind of yep. neat. My uh, husband's a big guitar guy. After holding leadership positions for different volunteer groups over the last 27 years, I'm currently volunteer commitment-free. But it all started when I attended a Relay for Life event to represent Kroger because uh, Kroger was a sponsor. And I, when I arrived, I noticed our banner wasn't hanging up. I asked about it. And by the end of the night, I had been recruited for the planning committee for the following year. <laughs> so I learned a very valuable lesson from that. Mm-hmm. If you have time to suggest to a group of volunteers how they might improve what they're doing, then you have time to jump in and help. That's great. That's so, great. Relay for Life, United Way, Arts Wave. I love Arts Wave. Girl Scout, PTO, Band Boosters. You, you were a busy lady. Yeah. Done yeah. a lot. And now your daughter is in college. Your son's a senior in high school, and you're entering a new season in your life and looking for that next passion project. Oh, I'm sure we could find you something. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you could. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're honored to have you. We are. Welcome Absolutely. to the club. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Now, Jeff, I did put her song in the log there. If you would like to play it, the Ting Ting. Oh, yeah, I got it. I love this. We were just talking about them because I think that new Olivia Rodrigo song about the... the boyfriend, oh, yeah. whatever, it's fine. That song that we play, I Reminds think it sounds you. like the Ting Tings a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I already actually had it cre- queued up, but thank you. I'm gonna, We're going to play that for you. And thank you for listening for being a part of our radio family. Well, thank you for being here every day. You get my morning started, and I've been working from home since the COVID shutdown, and you guys are like my coworkers now because I sit by myself in front of my computer screen. I thought I listen to you guys, and it's like having friends around. Thank oh, you. that's sweet. Thank Aww, you. I'm sending you a hug thanks, right Denise. now. Yeah, that means <laughs> the world. Thanks for the nice little write-up that you put up for all four of us on your, your entry. It's very sweet. You're welcome. It's very kind. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Have a good one.
Take care. Take it easy. See you soon. All right. And get it right. Her name is Denise. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.